This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 204. Three tips for learning English with an expert English teacher on italki. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. In today's episode, Tony Marsh joins us on the podcast to share three tips to fast track your English fluency. He shares what he's learned through his experience as an italki tutor and the pitfalls that adults fall into when learning English. Listen in today. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Hey, Aubrey, I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be on the mic today. Yes, this is going to be a really fun conversation today. I'm curious, have you ever avoided striking up a conversation because you felt you needed to be more fluent in oh that language? Yes, definitely. That's happened to me. Uh, certainly when I was living in Japan and when I was traveling through South America and the hostels, I'd be kind of hanging out maybe in the breakfast room and there would be other travelers that were fluent in Spanish and I really mm -hmm. wanted to talk with them, but I just felt like I wasn't quite ready. And that's dangerous, right? Feeling like exactly. you're not ready because when will you ever be ready? Exactly, right? When can you ever truly be like, okay, I'm fluent. Yeah. <laughs> I know we all do this, but it slows down how fast we actually can become mm -hmm. fluent, right? Mm -hmm. So we have yes. to adjust that mindset if we find ourselves falling into that trap. And our guest today is going to share share with you guys why and also how. So this okay. is going to be great. I'm excited. So Tony Marsh is our guest today. He's from Chicago. I love Chicago, by the way. How do you I feel do about too. the city of Chicago? Yes, like I've it? been a couple times and it's so fun. It's so fun to tromp around and you have the yes. big lake right there. It's beautiful. It's fantastic, especially in the summertime to visit. <laughs> oh, yes. I've never uh, been in the winter, but I yeah. think it would be miserable. <laughs> yeah, it would be rough. So Tony's an italki tutor who teaches, oh my gosh, he teaches all these languages, English, Spanish, Portuguese, Arabic, and Chinese to adults and government employees. So guys, Tony knows what he's talking about here. Exactly right. And he's going to share three tips, especially for learning English online. Okay. So this is going to be very useful for you guys. Let's dive into his first tip. Right. Well, I think uh, I think the, the things you have to do to learn a language are going to be the same, whether you're learning online or learning face-to-face. -face. <clears throat> the first uh the first thing that I ask students to do when, uh, when they begin to study with me is, is I say, ask yourself, what do I want to say and to whom? And this uh, is true at the beginning, and this is true <clears throat> when you're intermediate and when you're advanced. Always keep in mind, what do you want to say and to whom? All right, Lindsay, this is so true, right? If you believe, mm -hmm. as we do, that language learning is about connection, mm -hmm. then this is the most important thing to keep in mind. Yes, exactly. So we're asking ourselves, who are we talking to, right? 
Exactly. What do I want to say? And who do I want to say it to? Right? Mm -hmm. So breaking it down and keeping it more simple, right? Simplifying things. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So let's do this exercise together, Lindsay. Okay. Who do you want to say in a language that you're learning? And what do you want to say to them? (laughs) I said that wrong. What do you want to say and to whom? (laughs) Okay, well, I could say, well, I want to take another trip to Argentina this fall. I really want to go to Patagonia. So I was I'm learning Spanish. So I would like to ask someone, you know, in the Spanish language, you know, what's the best place to visit in Patagonia? Mm, Yes, this is so great. And Tony talks about how it's easy to become overwhelmed if we're looking at a textbook. For example, what you're talking about there, you'd have all this vocab and all these exercises about places to visit. Mm -hmm. And we've fallen into this trap of thinking we have to learn all those words. And then it doesn't, none of it helps us actually make a conversation. None of it helps us connect. Mm -hmm, For sure. And this can also be a way of procrastinating. Maybe we'll talk about that later. But Mm -hmm. when we have a list of things we think we have to do before we are qualified or Mm -hmm. ready to have a conversation, that becomes a, a way to avoid the fear or a way to stay in the fear. Of yes. actually speaking. Yeah, exactly. Right. So he uses this great example of if all you can say is ticket, please. Thank you. He said, you are fluent enough to take a train. You yes. don't need to know all the words for platform, train, luggage. Yeah. If you can communicate to the ticket seller that you need to purchase a ticket, then you're considered fluent in that because you can accomplish all the linguistic tasks you need. I love Ooh. this idea. I feel like it frees us up to feel ready to get out there and make connections. I love it. So what Tony's doing here is he's kind of redefining fluency and he's changing the bar, right? And what this does is it gets us out into the world where we then want to go back out into the world again. So now we're learning in the real world. We're not learning behind our desk. Yes, exactly. Right. He talks about, of course, we want to say more than just a few words. But if you have mastery over those few words, then get out there and practice it. Right. Mm. So he's talking about these defined sets of types of tasks, like introducing yourself, talking about likes and dislikes, asking questions, describing places. Mm -hmm. And so now we're going to hear from him what your goal should be when you're learning those types of tasks. All right, let's hear it. Let's do it plan to actually take the language you're you're learning and go out and find someone to speak with, or maybe you already have someone to speak with, um, then you're going to be way ahead of the game as opposed to just sitting there and and trying to memorize something without really um, ever having the intention to go and use it. All right, Lindsay, we agree with this 100%, right? Yeah, this is right in line with our connection method. You know, this idea of focusing on connection, not perfection, and then making it real, tying your learning as directly as possible to the real world. That's why in our courses, we interview native speakers in our courses, right? We take language from them and teach our students. Yeah. Yeah. Because that should be your plan to actually take what you're learning and then go out and find someone to speak with, right? Mm -hmm. Talk out loud first, find a speaking partner, go speak with natives, practice it as many times as you can, get comfortable, don't fall into that trap of thinking, ooh, I have to be fluent first. Yeah, and I think we've mentioned this recently on the show is that we make the mistake of treating learning English like we treat learning history or learning some subject in school, but it's not Mm. a subject in school. It's a visceral thing. It's something you're going to do with your whole body, your mind, your voice, everything, your heart. So let's stop treating it like an academic subject. 
Yes, it's so true because that is what paralyzes us. When we treat it like any academic subject, we feel like, oh, I have to have complete mastery of this before I I can use it at all, before Mm -hmm. I can understand it at all. Language is not that way. If you can say hello, go out and say hello to everyone (laughs) that you find that speaks English. You are ready to communicate. In other words, if you could say hello, you're ready to say hello. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. You're ready to make a connection. Yes. All right. Let's have him share his second point. I really love this one. Let's hear it. Okay. The second point then that grows from that is, uh, is, is I have a catchphrase. I say, learn a little, use a lot. So the opposite of that then is learning all of these words, right? And not planning to use it. But, uh, if you just learn a little, like how to introduce, how to do these, these few things and go out and use it with 20 different people, your language is going to start to grow like a snowball. Oh, this is such a good point, right? Mm -hmm. Learn a little, use a lot. I love this. Like what we were saying with hello. Take, for example, introducing yourself and then maybe Mm -hmm. just sharing likes and dislikes, asking someone about theirs. That's not a ton of vocabulary to know. Mm -hmm. But if you have that, strike up a conversation in English with 20 different people. Oh my gosh. All of that is going to become really solidified. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, Are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Yeah, exactly. And then and exactly solidified is the key because you're going to remember those conversations. You're going to remember the smiles, the interactions, the laughter between you and the other person. And that's going to be a positive feedback loop. Yeah. Oh, I love that. A positive feedback loop. We all need more of those. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. All right. I'm, I'm loving Tony's tips. Do we have another one? Yes. Let's hear his third point. This really brings this all together. Language teaches itself. And what I mean by that, um, I, I want to quote a, a Hungarian polyglot named uh, uh, Kato Lom. Uh, she says, you learn grammar from language, not language from grammar. In other words, mm. there's no amount of grammatical ex- rules or explicit, you know, noun follows adjective or that's going to, that's going to, you know, equate to fluency in a language, but rather by using the language, those grammatical patterns will uh, become apparent to you even unconsciously. All right. I love this quote. You learn grammar from language, not language from grammar. You guys know we, we talk about this sometimes. Don't focus so much on the grammar. This is why. If you start from the grammar, again, you paralyze yourself. The grammar will come as you learn the language. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have to have Tony back on the show because I feel like he really, we see eye to eye with Tony on how totally. language is learned. I love this quote, language teaches itself. That is so good because it's also kind of zen. You know, it's kind of calm in that way. We can observe language and get 
get grammar from it. Instead of trying to take this super active role and control oriented role of mastering all these grammar points, we don't own the language, right? Yes. Oh, I love that. It's just such a better mindset to take, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he shares this great example of a Spanish speaker hearing green tea in English and realizing that, that adjectives come before nouns uh-huh. and then would know how to say, you know, blue sky instead of sky blue. Yes. They didn't need to learn that grammar rule in a textbook and it would have taken them days, weeks of study to get that solidified, whereas they hear one thing, green tea in English, and it's there. It's learned. Our brain mm. makes those, finds those patterns and understands the rules without learning them explicitly. Yeah, it's like the idea we should expect a little more from ourselves. We can think on that meta level and be our own teacher in a way. We can say, oh, that's interesting. In my language, it's the opposite, right? And we can say, oh, in this new language, right, the adjective comes before the noun or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And then we can apply that. We can actually do that, you know, as adult language learners. We don't need a teacher at the blackboard writing right. out a formula or a textbook. For us. No, right. exactly. Right. And he shares, he clarifies that, you know, it's not a problem to learn grammar explicitly. The mm-hmm. problem comes if we're mm-hmm. substituting that learning for actually communicating. Right. Oh, so, good. I love this. so he's talking about how many adults will say, I'll start trying to communicate with others once I learn all these grammar rules or once yes. I become fluent. And mm-hmm. that's the problem. They'll never become fluent. They're allowing that to slow them down. So good. So good. I a hundred percent agree with this. Yes, me too. And I, I, I fell into that trap with French in mm-hmm. high school because I didn't know any better. We were learning with textbooks and just memorizing grammar. It took me years and years and I still couldn't communicate. Yeah, me too. I remember <laughs> when I had my, my first French class, we've, we've shared our experience yes. with French in, in, you know, in our live webinars. Guys, make sure you listen in for our live webinars. Um, I remember I got like a D on my first French quiz and I was crushed. I never got D's. And oh I thought, oh my gosh, I can't learn languages. And that really fired me up to actually be better at learning languages. Um, and then I learned how to do it. But it, yeah, the old way, if we stay in that uh-huh. mindset of math class, language class, science class, history class, we don't do it right. Yeah. And I was even more surprised because I got all straight A's in French. Like, ooh, I'm doing so well, 100% on the worksheets and on the essays. And then I moved to Belgium and I can't understand anything. Mm -hmm. I can't say anything. Mm -hmm. But what about all my straight A's? It just doesn't work. And and you were even, the stakes were even higher for you because you were taking care of four young kids. And so you really had to make that language real. Guys, if you want to hear more of Aubrey's story, make sure you attend a live webinar with Aubrey on there and you'll hear that story. Yes, perfect. All right. So let's dive into, he then shares how we can train our brain to not translate from our first language. We all have fallen into this trap Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't work. So this is a really good tip on how to train your brain. Let's hear it. Fluency is being able to say what you want to say and and, and maybe not even perfectly or maybe not even the exact way that you would say it in your first language, but rather finding a way to say it, circumlocuting, which is huge for me. It's one of the main things that I teach is is how to think in the target language. And I mean, from day one, if all you know how to say is hello, like I did in Chinatown, all I'm thinking about is saying hello. I'm not trying. So as I add to my routine, I keep track, keep take inventory of what's in my routine. And I only choose items, possibilities, patterns, vocab from my routine. Mm. And that's my thought process. I'm not thinking Mm. in English and trying to translate. That can never happen. It must never happen. And I'm teaching. It's a mental discipline from day one to 
rely solely on your routine and not try to translate or think in the other language. Oh man, this is really key. Mm -hmm. We know how many problems come up when we translate directly, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. But it's a natural tendency. We know that you guys want to do that, but just you know, don't do it from the start. You know, try to bake this habit out of your brain from the beginning. <laughs> yes, I know that's the key, really, from the very beginning. And I, when I was teaching French in New York, mm-hmm. I remember I would have students that would use Google Translate all the time. And oh, so, yeah. especially back then, this was several years ago. Google Translate's algorithms weren't as good, and it would just be <laughs> word for word directly and totally nonsensical because you just can't translate directly. Yeah, and it would end up being quite humorous. <laughs> like I can tell you. Use Google Translate. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, it becomes very obvious. And yes, it's gotten better over the years and it will still get better. But there's no replacement for having your own ability to do that, right? You have another way of learning, which is not translating directly. Yes, exactly. Right. And it makes it more natural, more fun. If you're instead of trying to translate word for word from your first language, looking for these fun patterns, idiomatic language, slang, keeping Mm -hmm. track of the like um, he was saying, the vocabulary for routines Mm -hmm. and then actually going out and practicing speaking these things with people. Yes, I love it. So good. So good. Oh, this has been great. I Like I said, we got to get Tony back on the show again, you know, because he really, you know, we share a lot of values with the way what he's communicated today. Don't you think, Aubrey? Yes, definitely. These three tips are right in line with our connection method, right? Mm-hmm. Ask yourself what you want to say and to whom. That should be the goal to get out and use the language you're learning. Not writing essays, not filling out worksheets, not memorizing mm-hmm. grammar, right? Yes. Actually communicating. <laughs> I love it. So good. So good. So any final words we want to say to our listeners? I mean, that really is it right there, right, Aubrey? Exactly, right? The goal is to communicate. Mm -hmm. That learn a little, use a lot is great too. And that language teaches itself. I think these tips can really help you avoid the ruts that many adults fall into. Yeah. And that's a good bonus vocab to finish off the lesson today. Avoid the ruts. What are ruts? Yes, right. It's when a, a, a road, a street has mm-hmm. a indentation and imperfection, like your yeah. car's going to hit it and bounce <laughs> or your bike, if your bike hits one and you, then you jump up. Right. Yes. And it's the same with language. There are these pitfalls, these mistakes that we all make mm-hmm. that are ruts we can fall into. And and they're also mindsets, right? This mm-hmm. rut is that mindset of thinking you have to be fluent before yes. you actually start trying to speak. Avoid that obstacle, that rut. I love it. So guys, get inspired today. Go and find Tony. I believe he's still over on italki. He should be. You know, try to book a lesson with him if you get a chance to. And remember, if you love All Ears English and you want to get four podcast episodes a week from us, Aubrey, what should they do to make sure they keep getting All Ears English updated in their app? Yes, follow the podcast. Mm -hmm. You never know when we have bonuses too. So you want to make sure you're following so that you never miss an episode. Yeah, so go ahead and hit that follow button or that subscribe button and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks, Aubrey. It's been great chatting today. Yes, you too. Bye, Lindsay. Take care. Bye. listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.